Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome there as well. Today, we are going to be giving you some examples of some of the misinformation out there and how it can lead you down the wrong path financially. You guys have heard me say this a lot, like on webinars and at workshops, on videos about how like I see some of these things on the internet and disgust me. Like, oh, like you can't just do this. That's what I'm going to be showing you guys some examples today. So that way, you guys. Don't fall into some of these traps that you see on the internet and what some of these financial gurus are talking about and these financial coaches, right? So with that, before we get started, as always, if you're listening to the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you get new notifications. I shouldn't say new notifications. You get notifications when new episodes come out. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, hit the notification bell, hit the little like button so that way it helps us grow the channel, uh, makes us put out more content because we know people are sharing it and liking it. Uh, so it helps us and it helps you because you get more knowledge about this stuff and it helps your friends and everybody else because we can get the word out on this stuff. So thank you in advance on that. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, have you guys seen, I'm sure you have on like Instagram, like if you save a hundred dollars, you'll be worth X amount by the time you're retired. Have you seen those in the comments? Say, yeah, like I see those all the time, like little Instagram pictures of people like celebrating, like well, I'm saving, right? Uh, maybe you've seen like business coach or finance coaches. Being like, did you know that if you didn't, you know, spend five dollars a day on coffee, they would grow to this amount? Like in the comments, put it, put that if you've seen that. If you're if you're listening on the podcast, think about that for a second. How many times have you seen that? Right? Like I see it all the time. Maybe it's because obviously I'm a financial person, so my my feeds might be just shoving this in my face all the time. But I'm sure you guys are seeing a lot of that stuff too, right? Especially on the coaching stuff. Coaching, all of a sudden, everybody's a coach, right? Um, <laughs> I saw somebody the other day and they're like, I'm a coach. It's like, what's your experience? It's like, you know, my grandma told me not to spend money on coffee. It's like, oh, you got a lot of experience there, buddy. Um, anyways, I digress. I'm going to give you some examples on this stuff today. The real like, why, examples of like, if you follow this stuff, how it's, it can lead you down a very bad path. Okay. Um, and I have to admit, a lot of these coaches, a lot of these financial experts, they are doing this not because they're trying to deceive you they're trying to help people and it's good because something in my opinion is better than nothing sometimes but sometimes it's also can put people into this false impression like they're doing something good just to realize when they're 50 they're not and that's what i'm trying to avoid okay here's this i'm gonna give you like probably two examples today and then i'm gonna go into showing you how like the specific examples i'm gonna give you how you, if you took that information and then you actually combined it with some other things and other knowledge, how it actually does lead to like financial freedom. Okay. First one, if you're watching on YouTube, I will put these up so you can actually see them uh, on the podcast. I'll describe them to you. So you know what, what, what we're talking about here. Okay. So here's a post on Instagram. Okay. 
This post is from a very well-known financial person. This person has books. They have radio shows and podcasts. Um, they have a coaching service that people sign up and pay a lot of money for. But <laughs> and I joke around on Instagram. They even got a blue little check mark. Awesome. Okay. And oh, by the way, on Instagram, it's got over 3 million followers. Okay. This is the type of stuff that they come out with. Now, given he probably doesn't come out with this. It's probably some marketing person that has no finance background that probably saw this somewhere else and put it on their stuff. Okay. Here's the post. Those of you on the podcast it says, if you invested a hundred dollars a month for 40 years, it would be worth $1.176 million 40 years from now. But here's the cool part after that it says, you don't have to retire broke. Now, I don't have anything wrong with like any qualms. Actually, I do have some qualms and I'm going to go through that. With the first part of that, like save $100, it would be worth $1.176 million by the time, like 40 years from now. I'm going to go through with you guys why there's actually a lot of errors in that statement. Okay, why it's giving people false hope of just saving $100 a month. The big problem that I have is actually with the second part of that. You don't have to retire broke. So that's where I'm going to go through and, and start analyzing this. And like I said, at the end of the podcast and the video, I'm going to show you guys what you should actually be doing so that way you can actually retire financially free. Okay. First of all, let's think about this. $1.176 million when I retire today, they're doing, they're, first of all, they're using a marketing tactic to show you some big number, pie in the sky number, so you can click and go buy their, their stuff. That's what they're trying to get you to do. Okay. But let's actually digest what this means. $1.176 million 40 years from now, this is a little thing called inflation. Huh? That's nothing. What do I mean by that? I'm going to give you guys an example. In 1980, if I was 25 years old and somebody came to me and said, you could invest $27 a month. And when you're 65 in 40 years from now, it's going to be worth $326,000. You don't have to retire broke. I would be like, in 1980, $326,000 was a lot of money. You're right. But fast forward, let's just say it's 2020. And now I'm 65. And I have $326,000. Can I retire? No. $326,000 based on cost of living expenses, the average in this country, would last me maybe 10 years. Maybe, maybe 10 to 15 years if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, okay? So that would put me out of money at age basically 75 to 80. Meanwhile, the average person lives at 87 years old. So I'm broke in retirement, okay? And if I have a healthcare problem, the average cost for like care in this, in this country now is like $100,000 a year. I'm out of money in three years. So especially if I have a spouse, we're screwed. $326,000, that's nothing. That's equivalent to telling you, a 25-year-old today, save $100, and it would be worth $1.176 million down the road. It would be equivalent to a 65-year-old today having $326,000 in retirement. That's what inflation does. So when they say, you don't have to retire broke if you did this, you will be broke if you did that, and that's all you did. Okay, That is one of the reasons why I... I can't stand when I see these things on the internet. 
Okay, now I mentioned that's the biggest problem with that statement was you don't have to retire broke. However, I also have a problem with the first piece. Invest $100 and you would have $1.176 million. When you do that calculation, it comes out to an assumption that they're using of a 12% return on your money. Okay, first of all, most people, or actually I should say, first of all, the stock market doesn't return 12% on average. Okay, might have over the recent past, but on average, you'd be lucky if, if the stock market like is going up between seven and 10%. Okay, so first of all, that's a fallacy. Second of all, even let's just say the stock market did go up 12% on average per year. Okay, it's still a horseshit statement. Why? Well, nobody has 100% of their money in the stock market. Because we believe in money management and diversification, right? Like that's what everybody does. So even if that money, that $100 a month is in my 401k and they put my money in a target date fund, which if you guys don't know my feelings about target date funds, we have podcasts and episodes on that, right? You guys can go listen about those. But even those are diversified, meaning they're in different assets besides just the stock market. The average person in this country with a diversified portfolio makes between four and seven percent a year four to seven percent that's what you can realistically expect over 40 years so even on the high side of that seven percent saying that's what i can expect over 40 years on average in my diversified investments this guy is a financial expert and he's using 12 percent again it's all sales material. It's all marketing bullshit is what it is. And if you guys, you probably, probably hear my tone of my voice. I get, I get pissed when I say this stuff because it's not helping anybody. It's giving people false hopes and then, then paying, you know, this guy charges a shitload of money to use them to give them some false hope BS. And I can't get, you know, mad at him because he does help a lot of people. I shouldn't say he because it might give away who it is. But they, they do help a lot of people. But a lot of people, they also fell more a super majority of them fell using his stuff and they end up in a worse situation because they put it on credit cards and then they can't pay the credit cards off okay but they come in with this false hope this false marketing stuff is bs now here's another one before i go into how to fix these things because that statement i'll explain to you why that statement is not necessarily bad but why it's missing things okay i'm going to explain that in a minute but i'm going to give you one more example Here's a, a girl who literally has no finance background. Uh, she's on Instagram, 200,000 followers, putting out stuff every single day. She's never even lived it, okay? She's worth something like, according to her, she's worth like, like $150,000, okay? So she's not even, she's not even fun, tangibly financially free, okay? She's not even there yet. What she's trying to do is sell her $1,500 a month subscription to her coaching, her financial coaching. Okay, and she's got people paying it for, I don't understand how. So she's trying to become financially free by giving people that know a little bit less than her some knowledge about finance and what she learned, even though she's not really there yet, but she's in a better situation than them. So pay me $1,500 so that way I can retire and become financially free. Like, anyways, here's her thing. Now, she's a little bit better than the other. Her example, she used a 10% return, not a 12% return. But this is where I laugh. <laughs> Her calculation is not even correct. 
Like she, she, she's so much not a financial person. She doesn't even do the calculations correctly. But people are paying this person fifteen hundred dollars a month to become financially free, right? Like, oh, sorry, I, 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 I get frustrated when I see this stuff. To me, it's like I'll give you guys an example. I know a lot of you guys are PTs on this. It's like you being a PT and then seeing a chiropractor like on on Facebook or Instagram posting something about doing something and you're like, what the, f like, is this person doing? Or them saying that they're a physical therapist when they're a chiropractor, which I have nothing against chiropractors, by the way. Like, I, I think they're great, like, fantastic. Obviously, I know I, I work a lot with PTs, so a lot of them are like, what the hell? Like, why are they doing this? And they don't have to be licensed. But where they get really mad is when they say they're a PT and they can do physical therapy, but they're actually a chiropractor. That's the same thing about anybody, right? Like, let's just say, like, I, I start going out there and I'll give you an example, right? Like, I did some research on, like, toothpaste and whatnot years ago. And so I haven't used toothpaste in probably, like, five years. Instead, I dry brush and then I gargle with sea salt, right? I don't know if the science is real. It's worse for me. I haven't had a cavity in five years since I started doing it. I don't buy toothpaste. It's fantastic. You don't see me going out on Instagram and being like, I'm a freaking like like mouth expert like dentist expert like pay me to coach you how how not to use toothpaste like dentist would look at me and be like who is this guy right so that that's the same thing i look at when i see these guys on like instagram like putting this stuff up it's like what like and it, it angers me because i know they're doing the wrong thing too so it's not even that they're they're telling people the right thing. Like if they were telling people the right thing, I'd be like, fantastic, but they're not. And so I wanted to do this podcast and this video to show you guys like one example, because you guys have heard me. So I get emails or DMs all the time. Like, Hey, can you give examples of misinformation out there? <laughs> and I post sometimes on like Facebook or Instagram, like here's one, here's one, here's one. But this is a big one I see all the time. That's why I wanted to go into it. Now, the end of this podcast, end of this video, I told you guys, I'm going to show you how to actually do this so that way you don't have to retire broke, okay? And again, I dive really deep into this in our in our webinars. So if you guys want more on this, you know, hit up our webinars because, and I'll put a link in the description and stuff to the webinar, our financial freedom webinar, because it deeper dives into this. Um, but just real quickly, okay? Those of you that have been on the webinar, you guys have heard me say this. Compounding is what they're showing you in these examples, okay? Compounding by itself is not enough for you to retire. It's not enough for you not to be broke at retirement. That's one of the big realizations I made when I was researching all this stuff growing up and working in wealth management, okay? The other component of that is that oftentimes people put like 60% of their money going to day-to-day -day, uh, money, which is how we categorize like day-to-day -day expenses and stuff. And then we have another category, what we do at Fitbucks is we put another category of money for future self. And so a lot of people, and then there's a third category called risk management, which is like insurance. But let's just focus on those first two categories, okay? Most people start with like 60% 60 of their income going to day-to-day -day money, and then about 30%, maybe 20 to 30% going towards money for future self. And then as they get raises, they continue to do that, okay? If you guys want to know why they do that, I actually just did two episodes on mindset about money, like what is money? That explains why that happens, why we get with this like lifestyle creep, if you call it that. Um but that's what most people do. So they keep saving like 20 or 30% or $100 a month. So they think they're doing the right thing, but their expenses, they're still spending a ton of money. And so by the time they hit 65, they retire broke. 
because they did what these guys said. They might have started saving twenty seven dollars in nineteen eighty, but they never in, like changed their their expense habit. Okay, and they ended up at sixty five years old with only three hundred twenty six thousand dollars, and they're like, "Well, I was saving the what I was told, and my financial planner told me to do that." It's not enough. So what do you have to do instead? You have to take, say you're doing that 60% and 30%, that split. Over time, especially as you get income increases, that 60% going to day-to-day expenses needs to drop. It needs to keep dropping. And you need to be focusing on getting as close to 50% of your income, if not more, to money for future self. Okay, because that means if you're getting towards 50% of your income going towards money for future self, it means that you're focusing on building real wealth. Some of you might not be able to get there, but even if you say, hey, look, I went from 60, 30, and now only 35% of my of my income is going to expenses and 45% is going towards money for future self, 45% is still more than 35%. So your focus is still money for future self. You combine that with the compounding effect of investing or the even the compounding effect of paying off debt, you will get to financial freedom. And I already know the question I'm going to get on that. What do you mean the compounding effect of paying off debt? When you are paying your debt, you're paying the lender and they're compounding growth. So basically, once you pay off debt, you don't have to make that payment anymore. You can take that money and start investing it and compounding it for yourself. So there's a compounding effect there both ways with paying off debt or saving. Okay. Um, So that's the key thing I want you guys to remember from this podcast is one, I wanted to give you guys an example of the misinformation that's out there. But two, the key of actually not retiring broke is not just simply compounding. You got to combine it with that mindset of I have this much money going here to money for future or uh, for day-to-day expenses and this much money going towards um, money for future self. And for most of you, it's going to be like a 60-30 split. That needs to reverse over time. It doesn't have to happen overnight because with inflation and everything else going on right now, Plus, a lot of you are new grads coming out of school the last five years. It's not going to happen overnight because you're starting off on the bottom of the totem pole, right? But as you're getting your income increases over time, those income increases, especially as a young professional, should outpace inflation, historical inflation. And so you should be saving more and more or paying off your debt faster and faster and shifting those percentages from day-to-day expenses to money for future self. And that's how you get to financial freedom. That's how you get to two, three, four million dollars. By the time you're 60, 65 years old, that is one of the ways. That's the most popular way of doing it. There's obviously other ways. But for most of you, that's the way to get there, okay? Especially if you're working your nine-to-five job and whatnot, treating patients, doing whatever you're doing, computer engineer, whatever it is, that's how to get there. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I had a fun one on that because, again, I see these things all the time and I just start laughing. And then part of me gets pissed because I'm like, wait, I'm laughing because these guys don't don't even understand the errors they're making. But then I realize... People are reading this. People are paying money out of that. Okay. As always, if you guys want help, like I said, $18.99 a month is our current price for our technology at Fitbooks. It helps you set all this stuff up so that we can track that money going from day-to-day expenses to money for future self. You get a designated Fitbooks coach that knows all this stuff inside and out that can help you. So if you have time, sign up. We look forward to helping you. See you on the next podcast, YouTube. We'll see you soon.